hello and welcome to the first Trilogy of Terror mini-episode, which has its own little slot between episodes two and three. First of all, I'd better explain what is a mini-episode. Well, it's not an official Trilogy of Terror episode. It's shorter and it's a bit more flexible. It's somewhere for me to put things that wouldn't fit into the proper episode format, like discussing another film with a connection to the episode, or fun bits or trivia or general horror stuff or anything else really. And it's a chance for me to try out things so I can get a bit more experience and learn things from this podcast in Malarkey. Which means there's even more reason why I'd really appreciate any feedback about what works for you and what doesn't. Anyway, what's coming up in this one? Well, in the last trilogy of Terror, I talked about three films by Herschel Gordon-Lewis. Blood Feast, 2000 Maniacs and The Wizard of Gore. And following on from that, I'll be looking at the unofficial sort of sequel to Blood Feast, a comedy horror called Blood Diner from 1987. Secondly, I've got a top ten list inspired by The Wizard of Gore. My top ten horror movies set in a theatre. And thirdly, I thought I'd give my thoughts on a new movie release, Lights Out, which I saw at the cinema very recently. So if you're ready, let's get going. The Trilogy of Terror Podcast. Blood Diner from 1987 was directed by Jackie Kong and was originally meant to be a sequel to Blood Feast, but in the end became a standalone horror comedy. Even so, you can still see quite a few things in common with the original. In this film, the mad murdering Uncle Anwar gets shot down by the police just after visiting his two young nephews, called George and Michael. Oh come on, it was the 80s. Twenty years later, the boys are running a diner. They'd been reading the book their uncle wrote, Black Magic and Vanished Cultures, and one night they dig up his grave and bring him back to life, as a talking brain in a pickle jar. A brain, that is, with a pair of eyeballs attached that shouts a lot. He has a plan to resurrect an ancient goddess, which means creating a new body for her from bits and bobs of nubile young women, and cooking up a special blood buffet of limbs and entrails. Oh, and they need to look out for a virgin to sacrifice too. While there is quite a lot of gore in this, it's done in a comic splatstick way. The style's more like Frankenhooker or Bad Taste than anything by Herschel Gordon Lewis, and the silliness is much more knowing. I mean, one of the characters is a ventriloquist dummy that can speak. There's a topless aerobics massacre, an exploding rock singer, cannibals, nude martial arts, a deep-fried prostitute, and just wait till things get really bonkers in the final scene. I won't go into more detail about the plot, I'm sure you get the idea. It's played more for laughs than for scares. The humour can be quite broad at times, and it sometimes feels like it's trying a bit too hard. It's very campy and bizarre, and providing you don't take it too seriously, it's a bit of fun entertainment. The acting's decent enough, and there's only one actor whose performance is a bit... stiff, but that doesn't really spoil anything. The gore effects are surprisingly good too, and someone had a lot of fun with the costumes and the wigs. It's not a classic by any means, but it's certainly worth a watch, especially if you're familiar with Lewis's Blood Feast. It's quite fun trying to spot the references and similarities. Okay, so far I've looked at three movies by Lamberto Bava and three by Herschel Gordon Lewis. And what do they have in common? Well, each set of three includes a film based around a theatre. So I started wondering how many other horror films have been there. 
And for no reason other than the fun of it, I came up with a top ten. You'll soon realise I love doing a quick list. I'm always happy when I'm knocking one out. So here's what I came up with. At number 10, it's Phantom of the Ritz from 1988, with rock and roll, renovations and rubbish auditions. At number 9, The Gallows from 2015, shows us theatrical revivals are not always a good idea. At 8, we've got a post-scream slasher movie with Clown at Midnight from 1999. At number 7, it's anthology horror in the Theatre Bizarre from 2011. At 6, Stage Fright from 2014, mixing summer camp slasher with high camp musical. Into the top 5. At number 5, from British director Pete Walker, it's The Flesh and Blood Show from 1972. At number 4, there's Face Swapping and Murder at a Moviethon in 1991's Popcorn. At 3, it's Hammer Time, with Terence Fisher's 1962 version of The Phantom of the Opera. At number 2, 1987 Stage Fright, or Stage Fright Aquarius, with its giant owl head wearing killer. And finally at number 1, the classic 1925 silent movie, The Phantom of the Opera, starring Lon Chaney. So did I miss anything good? Do you think something else should have been at number 1? Let me know by email at trilogypodcast at gmail.com, on Twitter at IamGoreBlimey, or post on the Facebook page. What would you have had in your list? Back in 2013, a short film came out called Lights Out, which I really loved. Only 2 minutes and 40 seconds long, but it packed in more tension and scares than you could get in a lot of 90-minute productions. When I first heard someone was making a full-length version of it, I didn't have high expectations. I mean, how could they expand this, a neat little thrill ride, without it feeling padded or losing its impact? Would it even resemble the thing it's based on? Well, I have to say, Lights Out came out at the local cinema, and I saw it, and I was really impressed. It opens with the most memorable scene from the short, with the same actress, which immediately gives us a connection between the two films, and all the suspense and uneasiness that made the hairs on my arm stand on end have been carried across pretty well. Best of all, they've come up with an intelligent story that includes an intriguing backstory and mixed in some psychological horror. It also has the creepy feel of Asian horror cinema. The lighting is used very effectively and the overall look and style is impressive. I like how the whole thing is led by strong female characters. The males are almost secondary or kind of plot devices. It's not perfect, and there are a couple of things that seem a bit convenient, but I can easily overlook them because I had so much fun with the rest of it. And yes, I was peering through my fingers for some of that time. This is the first feature film from director David F. Sandberg, though he's already made several short horror films, all in the same tone and style as the Lights Out short. Their similar length use the same actress and all share that skin-crawling suspense building to a shock ending. You can even spot ideas and elements in some of them that are developed further in the Lights Out movie. I think they're all online too, and it's not every day I tell you to go and look up someone's shorts, but these are well worth it, trust me. And if you like the kind of things you see, you should definitely watch Lights Out 2016. I mean, you should watch it anyway. The director guy shows loads of promise. He's a master of tension, and he's already working on his next feature. None other than Annabelle 2. The Trilogy of Terror podcast, where we try three times harder 
to give you the willies. Well, that's it for this short but sweet mini-episode. Thank you so much for listening. The next episode of Trilogy of Terror will be out very soon, and I'll be looking at director Steve Miner and his films Friday the 13th Part 3, House and Lake Placid. If you'd like to give any comments about one or all of those films, or any feedback in general, email me at trilogypodcast at gmail.com, tweet me at IamGoreBlimey, or post on the Facebook page. Thanks to Kevin McLeod at Incompetech.com for the music, the show must be go and the builder. And that's it for now. Back to a proper episode next. Till then, bye. Don't forget to visit and like the Facebook page. Follow us on Twitter at IamGoreBlimey or email us at TrilogyPodcast at gmail.com.